You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, it's beautiful Thursday. Al Dukes is going to be an absolute love if he's moved down the jersey. Sure, how could you not be? guy where he is probably 82 and perfect what's up actually i think you nailed it jerry i was just looking at the temperature for the rest of the day i think uh low 80s i think 82 is actually the nailed it temperature it's going to be a big uh big walk day for the dog uh she better be ready to rock and roll she does a lot of panting and walking slowly in the heat she better step her game up i actually bought a cooling towel for the dog I mean, this is this is insane what's going on here See, nowadays. But this is where animals have it, pets specifically, right. have it so great these days. I mean, your dog, which is, what, three years old? Four. She's four years old. Yeah. She hit the pet owner lottery, as many of right. our pets have, because she went from, I don't know how she was treated. I really don't. Yeah, Maybe we don't great. know. Maybe not so much. But here's what I do know. The idea that she's got a nice air-conditioned condo and bed to sleep on with a mm-hmm. cooling station yeah. heat in the winter doesn't right. have to run after a stupid bunny around a track right and she's getting gourmet food sometimes sharing real chicken with her owner yeah I mean, you got to be kidding me right but i feel like she doesn't know that i feel like she's taking it for granted jerry i feel i don't feel like she knows truly even though this is why i wanted a dog who had worked previously she was a greyhound racer you know, just like if you were to have a police dog or Roscoe the bed buzz, bug sniffing dog, a dog with a job so that you would think you would hope they would appreciate their current living conditions more. If you get a puppy when it's young and you bring it right into the lap of luxury. It has no idea. Things all dogs are living like this. It's spoiled. It's spoiled. Much like our kids. But this days. dog, right, much like our kids. But these dog, this this dog comes in uh, panting, and I asked the Greyhound people, and they go, oh, what about a cooling towel? So I went out and got a cooling towel, one of those towels you see people put around their necks. Oh, a cooling towel. I thought you got yeah. a tower, like a misting tower. No, 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 a cooling uh, towel that I, I that I wet and, and wrap around there when we come back in. Boy, that must be some scene. She seems to enjoy it. I'm sure she does. She's cool. When Gina came over, she goes, oh, I'd like, may I use this? Or I go, it's it's the dogs. She goes, oh, the dog has a cooling towel. Yeah, probably pass I on don't that. have a cooling towel, <laughs> but the dog has a cooling towel. Uh, Jerry, uh, during Your cooling the, towel is air conditioning that you pay for every month. That's true. That is my cooling towel. Yes. Oh, I love air conditioning. These people who want their windows open, forget it. I love going from the heater to the air conditioner. There's like a two-week period in spring and a two-week period in fall where I have fresh air. Other than that, I want fabricated <laughs> air coming through at all times. Well, you must be some pain in the ass when the power goes out. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what's going on here? Oh, man. Can I give you an update before we move on? Oh, please. Yeah, I love Because I think you'd be interested in this. If you didn't okay. see it already, you might have. Uh, the Jeffrey Epstein documentary that we yeah, both watched. I did not see this. So his uh, his ex-girlfriend, Gillian Maxwell. Yeah, Gillian. She was arrested this morning. Good. And she was charged to the Jeffrey, expected to be charged with conspiring with Epstein to sexually abuse children as well as perjury. Uh, perjury charges as well. So there you go. I thought you would find that. I was kind of wondering why that documentary yeah. ended and they never updated what happened to her because uh, right. nothing until now. Oh, and they so, got her. Yeah. So how about that? So show that. Good. It's a little update if anybody watched that documentary that we talked about. 
Good. I'm glad to hear that, Jerry. Yes, sir. I got a, a phone call in the middle of the show today from a Craig Carton. You did? Mm-hmm. Middle of the show? <laughs> yeah, he called me in the middle of the show. It was like a segment. <laughs> the phone rings. I'm like, what is... Um, he says, and to tell you, he will be waking up tomorrow. He will be listening to the five-hour extravaganza. He will be critiquing it, he said. He will be criticizing it. <laughs> so sure do your best. That's what he said. You know, <laughs> well, I you asked him. we're going to just throw in the towel? <laughs> I asked him to be, be a guest on the show. You did? Last week. I said, well, maybe you call in. He goes, he goes like this. This is so cocky, and I love it. He goes, the first time my voice is going to be on WFAN again is not going to be on your on yours and Jerry's show. Wow. Wow. So that was wow. What a kick in the balls, That is huh? a cocky son of a bitch. Wow. Okay. All right. Fair All right. enough. All right. Fair enough. Okay. What can I say? Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd be a great... I, I thought we would be a great interview, Jerry. We could have given him like a 60 minutes, really grilled him. <laughs> Isn't it true, Mr. Cotton? <laughs> you wouldn't have grilled anybody. <laughs> oh, I'm a griller, Jerry. <laughs> we'll see. All I right. So, uh, tomorrow. so he'll, be, um, he'll be ready to go tomorrow. We will be taking calls tomorrow. I'm very interested from this standpoint. Yeah. So there, I fill in with a lot of people. You know, when the guys take off, and there have it depending upon who they are, you really see the difference in the interest in calling in. Yeah. So there have been days when I've filled in with Kim. I filled in with John Jastrzemski. Evan did a show with me once. I think I did one with Joe B. I don't remember. I think I did one. Yeah, you uh, did. Obviously with Boomer. Obviously with Greg. And the one guy that generates the most calls nonstop because it's like they're coming out of the shadows of the darkness is JJ. Yeah. When I tell you, as soon as we mentioned we were going to take calls coming up in the 6 o'clock hour after Lepresti, the phone lines lit up like a Christmas tree, and they did not stop and we i remember we ended the show at 10 o'clock we ended with the phone still ringing it was unbelievable i think tomorrow is going to be like that and i think you are going to have so much fun with this show I think all right gonna, i think you're going to get done and be like i want to do another one that's what let's I do think. five more hours tell uh moose and maggie i'm we not need doing another. five more hours that, that i'm not doing we'll do five I wonder hours if the other, once. that's fine i wonder if the other shows are on tomorrow i should check that out like is that's do we does moose and maggie question. follow us or no I don't know the answer to that. Very good question. Because the schedule, I will say this, Jerry. I did check the schedule, and it says Boomer and Geo tomorrow, six to ten. Does it really? Uh, on the website. Well, that's wrong. That's not. I was right. gonna. I was gonna have all bunch of jingles made up for our show, but I, and I realized I like, go. Oh, this is really the Boomer. It's the Boomer and Geo show. And in WFAN history, yes. what you do is you play that that show's jingles because it's on TV. Right. We're just in for them. Yeah. I was gonna have like a. Here are a couple of firecrackers, Al and Jerry. Oh, God help us. Yeah, it was going to be all like, all 4th of July related aligners. A couple of firecrackers. A couple of firecrackers. We are going to be on TV, so if anybody's out there that still wants to watch, please do. And as I mentioned during the show, Mark Cuban's people declined, but with a caveat, be more than happy to do it in a couple of weeks. Just, he's not going to, she said being very, he said he was being very honest, would love to do it, but he's not going to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning for us. Got it. All right, I don't fair enough. Him. Makes sense. Uh, Jerry, here's something that was on the show sheet I did not get to today. I'd like to bring it up with you. Uh, Shark Week, which, by the way, feels like it, it is year-round, this Discovery Channel. They're really riding high on Shark Week. It's like it's always Shark Week. I feel like they do it throughout the year. It's not just one week like it used to be. But people that's because people got excited about Shark Week. People watch Shark Week. Their ratings go up. Shark Week, Shark Week, Shark Week. Now, I was like, there's nothing new you can tell me about sharks that we don't already know. We've seen Shark Week many times. And then Are you really I, interested? I've never watched one episode of Shark Week. No, I haven't either. But I'm saying that, like, it, it's over. Like, it, it's enough. Until right. I did see a preview of Shark Week coming up. And I got to tell you, I am somewhat intrigued. Shark Week will explain in one of the episodes why sharks have two penises. I've never heard this. Uh, no, I mean, me neither. <laughs> me neither. That can't be true. Why would a shark have two penises? But I guess I got to watch Shark Week to figure I mean, that out. Have you watched Pornhub? <laughs> yes, I've never seen a two-penised person on it. No, but you're asking why you could use how you could have yeah. them or use them. Yeah. I think you could probably figure out how to use them if you had to. 
if there was a human with two penises, that person would make a killing doing doing weird stuff. Uh huh. But it uh-huh. probably wouldn't be a we- like you have to be a certain mindset to get into pornography. So that doesn't mean just because you were born with two penises you would be into such a thing. Probably not. I didn't say you would be. Yeah. I'm just talking about what you could do with two of them. Yeah. And how many you could do. Right. Unless they were really close together, then. <laughs> like if they were right next to each other. Right, exactly. Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, what, dude? Hmm. <laughs> I really need to draw it out for you? Yeah, if you could draw, actually, if you could draw <laughs> me a sketch on a napkin, take a picture of it, te- tweet it to me or text it to me, that'd be awesome. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I'm not going to do that, nor I'm going to tweet it. Though I did have someone send me pictures of me on a soccer team when I was eight years old and me on uh, playing really? Pop Warner football when I was 10. How did they know it was you in these photographs? Um, because they go, it was someone I used to, he was on both teams Yeah, and he got my number through, I didn't, I have not spoken to him in years and years and years. Although I did see him at a youth basketball game last year. I said hello to him, but we didn't talk, mm-hmm. but he was on the soccer team and the football team I played on when we were kids and he lived around the corner from me. He got my number from a mutual friend and he's like, I hope you don't mind me texting you, but my parents came across these photos, thought you might want to have them. That's cool. So I was going to tweet out my team photo, but they're sideways. I'm trying. I got to crop them and change them yeah. and rotate them. And so I was like, then, then I had to do things, and I never got to it. You got to flip it down, switch it, and reverse it. Exactly right. So, a, uh, here's a story about a Florida man, Jerry. We haven't had one of these in a little while. A Florida man, is uh, he's in Tampa. He's quarantined with 200 parrots. That seems like that make you go crazy. It was a really crazy story. He runs a bird sanctuary in Tampa, and they say he is trapped in his bird sanctuary. I guess it's it's quite a bit of acreage. Right. But the only way out has been uh, locked up by the people who have the property in front of him, and they're not home. Oh, okay. And they've locked up their gate going in and out, so he, so he can't, can't get out. Anywhere. How does he get food? Interestingly enough, I actually read the whole article. This is the type of article I read the whole article. You know, if it's sports related, no interest. But he he grows, he's been surviving on bananas and bamboo, which he grows on site for the birds. Wow. Well, he can't get like DoorDash to come bring him some food and hand it I to guess the he can, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. He could have his pizza could go sideways and go right through. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't know about DoorDash. It <laughs> doesn't have a phone. Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That's a weird one. So this DoorDash and Uber Eats and all, like each, if I, let's say I only want, like, because normally when these things come about, these new businesses, I pick what, like with the ones that do, like Lyft and Uber do the same thing. So I'm a Lyft guy. Right. So I don't want to have Uber on my phone. I'm a Lyft. But if I want to get food deliveries, each delivery service is aligned with a restaurant. Like, I don't think it's often that a restaurant is both DoorDash and Uber Eats. I think they're um, one or the other. Is that true or no? Be, I don't know. You might be very right about that. I would think, however, I would think they would accept both. I do. I think maybe it's the bigger chains that have a money deal with them. So like a McDonald's might just be Uber Eats. They might have a financial deal with Uber Eats where they're splitting things, but sure, maybe sure. like a mom and pop type restaurant maybe does That's multiple places. Yeah, I would think the mom and pops do. I mean, I, I only know from the we we've obviously ordered not a ton, but we've pretty much ordered twice a week. I would say since this has begun, yeah, um, and we have stayed away from the chain restaurants for the most part, even though they're they're I know they're owned locally, right? But I also feel like more people go to them. Yes. Um, so we, I mean, we, a couple times, I think we did in all these weeks, what is this now, 12 weeks we're doing this, would you say? Right? 12, four, 13, 14 weeks? It's uh, yeah. March to July. So I think we did takeout from Friday's once. We did takeout from Chili's once. And I think that's it from like the big chain restaurants. Everything else has been like a local pizza place or a local chicken place, or, you know, stuff like that. And if it ha- and it's been delivery almost every time. And I'm pretty sure, because I've used them all. I know the pizza place, for instance, that we go to does DoorDash and Grubhub. Is it Grubhub? Is that what Grubhub, it's called? Grubhub, yeah. I think they have both. Um, but so you might be right about that—that that the bigger chain places have deals in place. But yeah, I don't I know. I'm deals. not 100% sure. I'm not sure. 
I've been ordering from uh, like on the weekends for lunch or even dinner. I get uh, Finns in Bradley Beach. It's a they have a couple different locations, but it's like uh, nice wraps with like tuna in it, like sure. like the like the red tuna, not the tuna yeah. can real tuna. tuna, real tuna, Jerry. Right, it's terrific. All right, what else do I have here? Well, that's it. Okay, that's oh, that's it. I gotta, gotta save some stuff for tomorrow. Are you really saving stuff for tomorrow? Let me ask no, you this. Not. No, yes. Because I listen, I could go on and do four hours myself if I had to. I'm not yeah. terribly concerned about that. But my question to you would be: mm-hmm. Do we do we do the show? Like we're gonna do five to six, like we do every day. Yes, I think that's what whoever does listen to us. I think that's what we owe them from five to we, six. We owe it to them, Jerry. Do we do the first segment? Because I think after the first segment, the show's off the rails and it becomes fun. Do we do the topics of the day or do we ignore the back pages? Or do we do 15 minutes of like real setting up the day? We bring Lepresti and we get to the calls and then it's whatever the hell we want to do for the other three hours. Yeah, I think I I even like sometimes in depending on what's going on in the news, even in the 5 a.m. hour, that first segment, I try to sometimes hit the bigger sports stories of the day. Okay. But the, I guess it depends on what goes on between here and there. I'm actually not nervous about it. I know now. you're not. It's not that big because you've been doing it for weeks. Yeah. An hour or four hours. There's really no big difference, especially when you can sit. Think of it this way. And I was trying to make and I didn't make the point good enough, but I was thinking of it this way. If you've got Lepresti in in the middle segment every yeah. hour, you've got calls in the last segment every hour, that basically leaves us an hour of content. Well, guess what we do every single day without Lepresti and without calls? An hour, an of, hour content. of content, Jerry. It's, it's nothing more than that. And plus, right. there's some musical things I want to get to with you. Okay. Which are probably saved for seven or eight o'clock, um, and it's like I don't know. All of a sudden, you look at it like that. The show's over, right? Just got to break it down. You just got to break things down in life, Jerry. When something seems, what do they say? You eat a dinosaur one piece at a time, or an elephant, whatever that saying is. Yeah. How do you, you eat an a, elephant you build one a piece, wall one brick at a time? One brick at a time. Exactly. I guess my point is, I think this is going to go by so fast. I really think you're going to love it. And then you're going to okay. get off and be like, I'm joining the union. I want to be a talk show host. Yeah. How do we do this? That's what I think. How do I get this done? <laughs> I'm retiring as the producer of the yeah, Boomer I'm and out. Geo show. I want the overnight job. I'm now, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, well, well, Let me ask you this. What, what about this? What I'm if okay. you could do the overnight show mm-hmm. and you made a deal that you could do it from home? That I would do. <laughs> I knew in a you heartbeat. Would. That would be something, wouldn't it? <laughs> I would just be overlooking Bradley Beach in the pitch black in the middle of the night. That would be amazing. Talking to the crazy callers. Exactly. All right. Uh, but you mentioned about John Jastrzemski earlier. Yeah. About him getting calls and things when you yeah. hosted with him. Uh, same thing. Like, well, I would go in when we were still going into the studio. I would check with Flegelman sometimes in the mid. You know, I'd go in to get the the commercial copy. I'd say, Hey, how are the calls calls tonight? And if it was when before JJ had the job full time, and when right. when it was JJ, he'd say, "Well, JJ's on, so it's full calls." Yeah, they come out of the woodwork for him. It's yeah. the same thing with Joe in the overnight. You really get your regulars, and you get people that just enjoy talking to that person. Yeah, it's like a like a comfort, and they know like Joe, like JJ is Joe years back, just a complete and utter nut over sports and watching everything. And so yeah. when you hear him on, you're not calling up and tricking him. You're just not. He right. knows his stuff. He's passionate about it and watches every second of every game the way Joe used to. They're very similar, and it's like they have the same following overnight. And then when the calls come in, it is it was the J.J., you know, uh, what, what did Rome call them, the clones? The clones. I mean, he's got his own, and I expect the a lot of clones. You're going to have your clones calling tomorrow as much as your uh, detractors. And I think it's going to make for actually a lot of fun. I think it'll be great. Well, I look forward to it, Jerry. So we'll uh, do that tomorrow. Until then, we have the warm-up show from this morning, which I enjoyed today's warm-up show. Always. Very I enjoy good all stuff. of them. This was a specially uh, enjoyable one. Good. All right, we'll see you uh, tomorrow. See you. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. 
Now it's a tie. All right, and now it is Thursday. Of course, I thought it was Thursday yesterday. I was wrong. Today is Thursday, which means tomorrow's Friday into a holiday weekend. His name is Al Dukes. He lives down the Jersey Shore, which is going to be pumping this weekend. What is up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be pumping this weekend because I think part of what went on at the Jersey Shore is why uh, the governor of New Jersey shut it down and all the indoor dining and all that stuff because they saw pictures of people at the DJs all lined up. Uh, they saw pictures of people at Donovan's Reef. I guess I and, just mean the be- people will be at oh, the beaches. Yes, people will be at the beaches, Jerry, pump fist pumping, uh, playing their loud music like these kids do. Yeah. You know what's a new thing that um, – I feel like I've only noticed the last few years, and that shaking is... Shaking your butt. No, shaking your butt, Jerry. That has been going on a very long time. All right. This idea that people will now play their music out loud, uh, individuals... With a, with a speaker. With either a speaker or just their phone. Yes. So every bike that goes by now has music coming out of it. Every group of people walking by, it just... it's If everyone on the beach has their own music... I don't ever remember having music on my bicycle while I was well, because just you didn't cruising have a cell town. phone that could play it. I suppose we didn't have Bluetooth. You didn't have a speaker, and you weren't going to ride around with your transistor radio with ninety-two-three K Rock riding. Right, I would have. One hundred two-seven WNEW. If I could have uh, shared Howard Stern back in the nineties with people on my bike, that would have been awesome. Well, you could have if you had a transistor radio. The one yeah. thing to to your point, um, this is also very new is at golf courses now. Guys bring their little speakers, and they put them in the golf cart. Oh, see, that's not right. Golf is supposed to be serene. You're one with nature. But it is quiet. I'm not saying it's not like it's UMTV jams when it's, you know, the the cart comes pumping through the, you know, down the fairway. Um, But, like, the guy I played with, I played with my dad last week, and the guy that was in our group, he had his own cart. I noticed on, like, the 14th hole because I I kept hearing Billy Joel and I kept hearing Queen, and I'm like, I didn't. Know, I thought it was coming from one of like the condos, and I guess it was like the 14th hole. I walked past his cart, and I'm like, wow, that seems a little louder over here. And then I saw the little Bose small little circular speaker he had, and his phone was clearly connected to it by Bluetooth, and he was playing music off his phone. So he set up a nice little plays for, playlist for himself of Queen and Billy Joel. That was what I heard. I heard Queen and Billy Joel, a lot of Billy Joel. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, can you do the Fandango, Thunderbolts <laughs> of Lightning? I'm in a New York mm-hmm, state mm-hmm. of mind. <laughs> Jerry, if you could only have Queen music or Billy Joel music, Billy which Joel. would you show? That's not even... Are you kidding? You kidding me? <laughs> I mean, serious, dude. Right, Billy, Billy Joel's Joel. got 714 hits. What if it was just Billy Joel from the 90s I'd still or take all Billy Queen? Joel. I'd still okay. take Billy Joel. All right. Fair Did enough. You- did he sing anything good after the 90s? <laughs> the 90s, that's when he had, like, you know, we didn't start the fire. Yeah, that's maybe okay. Maybe that was 89. You know what? Oh, no. Billy Joel, Stormfront was that album. That may, may have been 89. Let me let me just Google that, Jerry. I can't, I can't really can't. 89, yeah. So, no, no, you're screwed. You got nothing. So he had, You got River of the, Dreams. You know what? That was, I like, his to, last hit. And I went to the River of Dreams concert in, in Philadelphia in 1994. 1994, I want to say. All right. Well, let's see when this came out, Jerry. River of Dreams uh, came out in August of 93. So either that was, he probably went on tour either 93 or 94 for that. Yes. And we went to Philly and it was, I think it was late summer. So that would make sense. Yeah. Um, And we saw him at the Spectrum. Then he was done. He has not recorded a song with vocals since that album. Wait a minute. So the choice you just gave me is, is River of Dreams. Yeah. Or, or all entire... of the Queen catalog. Well, the problem with the Queen catalog, and even with that <laughs> phony documentary we watched, which bothered me after I found that movie, rather, when I found yeah. out that it wasn't real, uh, that there were a lot of inaccuracies to yeah, it. Yeah, lots. I, they had some good songs. I'm not saying they didn't, but what is the Queen library? I oh, mean, they got a library, Jerry. But the problem, get... the problem with Queen is they've, they, get a t- they do have a ton of songs, but if you look at albums... You hits wouldn't recommend. I need yeah, hits. Yeah, you need hits. But they have I mean, three greatest hits records, so they do have a lot. They're just you know they're they're mixed up in uh, rock opera records. They have three greatest hits albums. Yeah, greatest hits one, two, and three. And they're all different songs. All different songs. You're telling me they have thirty greatest hits. Thirty greatest hits, Jerry. I'm not. And gonna I've say heard that. of them. Thirty of them? No. 
So they're the greatest hits according to them. I'm going to say the first two greatest hits album, you're going to know a lot. The third one's, you know, to reach well, a little I might bit. Have to, I might have record. to rethink this thing. I rethink right. it. I would take the queen. Because quite frankly, when you're telling me River of Dreams, yeah, that's, that's it. it. I'm not so sure I'm buying that. You no, know what I'll give you? I'll throw in Stormfront, the 89 album. You could well, have Stormfront and River of Dreams or the entire Queen catalog. Wow. I got to check this out now. Queen right now, his. right now, rock people like Harris Allen are cursing you out, Jerry. Well, but yeah, that's fine. I was never a Queen fan, though. Like, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, fine. I liked it in Wayne. Was it Wayne's World? You Wayne's know, World, mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. That, that song's fine. I mean... There are a good handful of songs that I like. I yeah. don't know that there's a lot. I'm looking at the songs now. Bohemia, another one bites the dust. That's fine. Killer Queen, you can keep. I don't care about that one. That's a good one. Uh, I never. Fat Bottom Girls, not a fan. Bicycle, <laughs> stupid. You're my best friend, <laughs> Hokey. Um, I gotta be honest. That's somebody Jerry's loves record a good song. Is, that's oh, a that's good a song. One. Play the game. I don't. What is that? I don't remember that one. We will rock you, and we are the champions. I thought that was one song. That's Generic. two songs, right? Those are I mean, two songs overplayed. Overplayed. Good song. No, I'm taking Billy Joel. Okay. If you're giving me the other one, <laughs> I'm giving you Stormfront and River of Dreams. I have 17 greatest hits here. <laughs> I like three of them. <laughs> Fair enough, Jerry. A, the biggest Queen fan in the world, you are not. We can no. safely say that. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> I am not. I can, I did find the 20 best songs of Queen on YouTube. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, check those now. out. <laughs> and also check your at mentions on Twitter. I'm sure people are yelling at you. <laughs> no, they're not. No one, no one yells at me. <laughs> <laughs> no one yells at you. All right. Well, Jerry, the NFL looks like they finally got what they wanted, which was Half of uh, preseason games. You know, oh, that's players all we've anyway, ever, right? That's all we've ever heard about over the years prior to corona, coronavirus was that four preseason games are dumb. The fans don't want them because they got to pay for those tickets. Well, now it's been cut down to two games. Right. So everyone's got to be thrilled with that, I would think. Yeah, and you know what they did? They got rid of the first game, which no one plays in, and they got rid of the fourth game, which no one plays in, and they just got games two and three. Right, which we care which about. Which no one might play in. <laughs> this year. Right. Hmm. I mean, I listen, I think it probably makes sense. The only thing I would say is if you're going to play, I don't know that – I don't know. You have to at some point get on the field. Right. So you want to reduce the risk. Okay, so you cut those games in half. There's still every chance that players are going to contract it in week one. I mean, I'd be honest. I'd rather them go out there week one in the preseason, and if someone gets it, you've got time to kind of get over it. Yeah. But I understand what they're doing. I get it. Um, you know, I don't know. You got Chase Daniel saying the – I don't know if you saw him. Um, Chase Daniel says the 2020 season will not be recognizable. Oh, Chase Daniel is saying this? That's the yeah, backup a, quarterback? Yeah, he's a backup quarterback. Where is he? Isn't he in – it's a great question. Where the hell is Chase Daniel these I would days? Here's what I would guess. I would guess Chicago. Yeah, that's I what know. I would guess. I would guess Chicago or I would also guess – Detroit. Let's see. Uh, Detroit Lions. Look at that. Detroit. I nailed it. I did see in the one story, he's going to make more money this year than than Cam Newton and uh, Jameis Winston. Yeah. Also, the other funny thing I keep seeing people compare things to is the Patrick Mahomes contract, which I guess, you know, he's still on that rookie deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way it so goes. Like, Do you know Bobby Bonilla's going to make more money than <laughs> Cam than, uh Patrick Mahomes, yes, Ugh, and that I was know. so like yesterday was so annoying with the Bobby Bonilla stuff. I gotta tell you, it's I was day. I was surprised that even news outlets picked. I mean, yeah. are we that desperate for? Con- I guess we are. That that was actually a main story on some news um, news shows. Yeah, they're like Bobby Bonilla got his one million dollars today. It's Bobby Bonilla Day, July first. If All any right. of you reference that on Twitter, you are hacky. That's what I say. Well, you got a lot of hacky people. Got a out lot there of hacky people all over the place. As if like, I know what they're trying to do is take shots at the Mets. You know, people yes. like, look at look at the. Lo-. Meanwhile, the Yankees have played, paid guys like fifty million dollars a year that didn't pan out. Is it yes. that much better that you that you paid a lump sum rather than one million dollars a year? They all make mistakes. Forever, I mean, honestly, you're right. All it is is taking a shot at the Mets. It's yeah. nothing more than that. You're right. And everybody on Twitter did it, too, because it was everywhere yeah. yesterday. Take a shot at the Mets. They're an easy target. Yes, they have been. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Pretty well, much, if I was the Mets, much. I would just. And meanwhile, it was probably mostly Yankee fans. 
I would go right to the I would go right to the uh, all the Yankee signings that didn't work out. Oh yeah, pay this guy twenty million dollars. Uh, how's that um, uh, Giancarlo Stanton contract working out? <laughs> oh, it's been great. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather have the Bobby Bonilla million dollars a year? Well, I don't think anybody Deal. wants that, but oh. you know, I think every team makes mistakes, and people are just picking on the Mets. So be it. We one all more, make mistakes. The one other thing with football is just to go yeah. back to that for a second. All right. Were you, I would have loved to have had that camera in your condo as yeah. you were, and I don't know if you read it or you just put the headline in. The doctor that said <laughs> players are going to die. Yeah, from football this year. I did. I uh, here's what I did. I saw the headline. I thought it was funny because I thought Boomer would be like, people are dying. Right. <laughs> Uh, and then I glanced to see if I had ever heard of the doctor, which I had not. He was from the University of Illinois. Really, the only doctors I've ever heard of is Dr. Fauci and Dr. Drew. Those are the two, do- and Dr. Phil. Those are the three doctors I'm familiar with. Okay. Dr. So, Evil. Uh, Dr. Evil. I, I scanned through it. I was like, Doc mm, Gooden. No, but let's just put it on there. Well, I don't think he's a real doctor, but that'd be great if Doc Gooden, Dr. Gooden says uh, people can die of coronavirus <laughs> if they play sports. I think he's a like a scientist more so than like a medical doctor. If I Doc read Gooden the, is? I thought he was a pitcher. No, the guy from Illinois. Oh, the Illinois guy who said this. <laughs> he, the one thing, you know, listen, everybody can can say what they want, and they have evidence behind it, I guess. But the one thing that struck me was his take is 50% of players will contract. <laughs> That's and a 50 huge percent number. will pass away before week eight. Well, did you see the – no, did you see what he said? No. Oh, <laughs> He said, for real? For real. I saw the article. I said, this was a fun headline for Boomer. Let me put, let me glance at the doctor. It was not Doc Gooden. So I was like, don't know him. And uh, then I just moved on. So he, he believes 30 to 50% of all players. Now this is college. The 13,000 players in in college football, 30 to 50% will contract the virus. And he believes three to seven players will die. Come on. No college kids are dying of coronavirus. No college football players are dying of corona. I would I like to not. take that bet. I would think not. May I take that bet on one of the, uh, the betting apps in New I Jersey? Don't, I don't know the answer to that. Please. I'm not sure. sure. Fear mongering, yes. Jerry. Fake news. Sad. So, yeah, so I saw that headline, and uh, that was an easy find just to go Google that. You Google see it. where that was coming. Yeah, because yeah. I was curious where it's coming from. My first thought was if this is Dr. Fauci. Right. Oh, no. I mean, he's going to get slammed on the show this morning because I would, they've had enough of Dr. Fauci. If Dr. Fauci came out and said five college kids are going to die playing college football, I would get my friend Jake the Snake Roberts. We'd go over there and put him in a DDT. <laughs> Just DDT him, <laughs> Dr. Fauci. How about if you're Dr. <laughs> Fauci before this? Do you have any idea the no. storm of celebrity and criticism right. that you are going to be facing in right. the next six months? Dr. Fauci went all his years. He's an older gentleman, right? He is. I think he went he's all in these. The 70s. Re- right, let me see. All these years, no one having any idea who he was. He is seventy-nine years old. Seventy-nine. They'd be like, wow. Nostradamus could have said, "In at the age of seventy-nine, Dr. Fauci will become very famous." He would never have guessed that. Of course not. And now he's like the most famous doctor in the world. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I'll bet you they're quoting Dr. Fauci in Italy right now. Who's more famous right now, Dr. Fauci or Dr. Phil? I got to say Dr. Fauci. Me too. Now, it would have been Dr. Phil about six months ago, clearly. But I think right now it's Dr. Fauci. I mean, everybody knows this guy. They're selling Fauci T-shirts and uh, stuffed animals of this guy. Gina bought a Dr. Fauci donut at the oh, Belmar Donut Shop. What for the real. hell is the Dr. Fauci donut? You know how like you can get pictures that are edible type things on oh, donuts they scan and cupcakes. His face on a yeah. donut. Yeah. Wow. Speaking she, of that, she bought it. How about this? I saw a guy tweet, and I, and I do think it's real because of the source it came from. Oh. He said an Israel an Israeli restaurant is going to be the first to try and have 3D scans of steaks. <laughs> you know, I actually did see this story. <laughs> wait, wait, time out a second. I don't. What does that mean? I don't know. I thought the same thing. It was three 3D printed steaks, plant, plant-based steaks. Right. I have no idea how that works. You're telling me I could get a printer in my house and print a steak and eat it? 
I don't understand that. That blows my mind. This would be great for you with your chicken. You could load up that freezer until the end of time. Yeah. I just have to make sure I have plenty of ink in my printer <laughs> to print out my plant-based steaks. I don't understand. I don't I re- understand that at all. Like, what kind of technology is this? I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad you saw it because yeah. even as I was saying it, it sounded ridiculous. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, what is it? It, it was so beyond my comprehension, I had to just keep moving on. Uh, no, I'm glad. Good. Now I have to look at it. Yeah. Well, I was kind of a, there was part of me that was saying, you moron, that was a joke of a of a story. But no. again, from where I saw it, I'm like, I know this guy. He wouldn't put this out there if it was garbage. And I'm just thrilled that you saw it as well. Yeah. I'm going to check in with Dr. Gooden to see what he thinks of this. <laughs> My main doctor. <laughs> yeah, if it's safe to eat or not. Doc Gooden, the guy who was the strikeout king, and now I'm going to check with him with all my uh, medical needs. <laughs> all right, good start. It's 518 on the fan. We'll bring you to 6 o'clock, so don't go away on a Thursday morning. Al and Jerry, social distancing. <laughs> all right, 25 after 5, or thereabouts, almost 25 after 5. It's Al and Jerry until 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo then. Just real quick, I did read... Uh, during the break, one of these stories on the 3D prints of the meatless steaks, they can do 50 per hour, Al. 50 steaks an hour. That's what they can produce. And I got to tell you, reading it looks interesting. I don't understand it, but I got to tell you, there's going to be a lot of happy cows around mm. there if they can keep printing out steaks and also burgers. Why don't we just print out 3D cows and do whatever we want for them? <laughs> you could Take do them that. apart. <laughs> various wow. meats that we like. Got to be honest, not something I thought we'd be talking about today. No. By the way, Sal Licata on Twitter, uh, two, I guess this was two days ago, uh, yes. he tweeted out, yearly reminder, anyone who tweets anything about Bobby Bonilla tomorrow will be blocked and or muted. It's not original or funny, just lame and tired. He, he has since uh, deactivated his Twitter account because he's got <laughs> nobody else to follow or listen to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everyone had tweeted Jesus is happy Bobby Bonilla today. Al, That's I think I... even SNY tweeted it oh, out. Jerry, I'm sure. I am sure. As soon as I would like go, like, oh, let me see what's going on on Facebook or social media. As soon as I saw one of those posts, I went off. Yep, I know, I know, I know. Oh. Well, it's over now, so today's July 2nd. Jerry, adult website cams.com. This is uh, one of these cam girl websites where you can interact with live webcam girls. They're giving NBA players and coaches free access while they're locked up at Disney. Now, what is that? I don't know what that <laughs> means. You can interact with them. like you're gonna... you, um, I think they're live on your computer screen, and you can chat with them and uh, ask them to do things. Hey, baby. <laughs> you sounded like I miss. <laughs> <laughs> Bernard, you jerk. A weasel was a big one. Weasel, like. you weasel. <laughs> yes, bald-headed stooge, another one. <laughs> oh, my you God. bald-headed stooge. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you're an NBA player or an NBA coach during your time of uh, playing in Disney when you're going to be locked up. You can't have visitors and all these sorts of things. You can you can interact with cam girls free of charge. Free of charge. According to the – well, they're giving – you have to prove you're an NBA player first with through some sort of credential sure. system, and then you get free access. I would think – and I'm not even being funny here. I would think that that will be very popular because – even as Stephen A. Smith said, and we talked about this yesterday in a weird roundabout way. Yeah. For some of these guys that are going to be away for three and a half months, and there are going to be teams that are going to be away that long. Yeah. I mean, the Raptors, for God's sakes, went to Florida last week, the end of June. If they play in the NBA Finals, that would be in October, I believe. I mean, think right? June, July, August. I mean, that's a long time. And now you'd be away from physical contact. Is that a good way to say it? Yeah. I would think that actually might happen. That uh, they'll be on cam sites? I do. I think it's possible. But then again, as Damian Lillard said, and we'll play the audio coming up in a little while, you know, he basically said, you know, good luck keeping these guys inside the quote-unquote campus. Yeah. You know, rules are tough to follow when it's so restrictive sometimes. So we'll see. I mean, they're going to, I guess, find alternatives for everything. Um, I don't know. I hope it goes well. I- I'm very leery. I like the idea in theory and practicality. I'm not sure. We'll see how it goes. If you were a coach or GM when you were meeting with your team and in, in a way to encourage them not to get in trouble, would you say, by the way, this cam website is uh, giving us free access to cam girls if you're interested? 
I would if I was a coach. I'd be like, I, I would think in a, it's weird because you've got a lot of single guys. You've got a lot of guys that have girlfriends. You got guys that are married. So it's a little mixed messaging, but I think I might suggest it to some. Like, you know, I kind of understand. I, and, I don't know. It's a tough one. And cam girls, they can't see you, right? You tell me. <laughs> I've never what's used been, a cam girl. What's been your interaction? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way the girls are interested in seeing what's on the other end of these uh, these chats that they're in. So you think so they're I, just hearing the person? I think they, no, I don't even think they hear them. I think I think you can type to them. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Because they don't want to be subjected to that. No, they'll just be subjected what, to other stuff. I'm, what do I you, wonder what they can make. What can you make being? I don't a know. I I, I don't know this cam world. Girl. I have no idea. I don't know. I just I find it interesting. Free of charge. Free of charge, Jerry. It's it's on the arm. If anyone could afford uh, could afford a webcam, girls, though, it's NBA players. They're loaded. All they, professional athletes. Professional athletes make a lot of money. Yes, that is and not breaking down anything new. Meanwhile, your blue-collar worker who wants a cam to spend time with a cam girl, Jerry, they're going to have to pay. That's Al Hughes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a blue-collar worker. <laughs> That's true. You're very, <laughs> you're very white-collar and your fingernails yeah. aren't dirty. That is true. What was the hardest job? Like, I've always told you, I yeah. did I did roofing for one summer, and oof, was that tough. Um, what was the hardest job you ever had physically? And don't tell me the drugstore. Well, physically, the hardest job I ever had probably was collecting carts at Food Town at the end of the night. Because <laughs> I was very small. It was hard for me to get those. To push a, like, a whole thing of carts. Right, the whole row? The whole row. I couldn't steer it. It was cold <laughs> outside. I, you know what? That's fair. You had, to, you had to battle the weather. I yeah. get that. What did you do in between collecting carts? Just go hide somewhere? I'd just like, sweep the store. Wow. Food Town, stock the shelves. Do you remember what you made per hour? I'm going to guess. Yeah. Hold on. Give me the idea. I do remember years. what I made. Uh, this had to be uh, Food Town I worked in uh, 1985. All right. So 1985, I'm going to say you made 440 an hour. 335. Oof. That was minimum wage. Wow. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. Darn. I remember my first job was really my, like my legit first job where you had to fill out paperwork and everything was at a gas station when i was i guess i was 15 or 16 so i'm we're talking 1988 89 i guess it was 89 and i made $5.05 an hour i yeah. was i was loaded compared to you yeah when i worked at drug fair a couple years later or yeah like two years, i made 425 an hour i was mm. killing it wow All then right, i got well. then i got the job at the hospital jfk pharmacy uh, uh, do working in the in the pharmacy department it was like it paid nine forty five an hour. You must I felt have like you were loaded. Oh my gosh! I felt like like uh, an NBA player when they hit when they hit the big contract. Yeah, but you know what? At fifteen, sixteen years old, making like ten bucks an hour, I probably oh my think gosh, the same yeah. thing too. Oh, I was crushing it. Yeah, absolutely. And you had to pay taxes. <laughs> right. Like, Where did my nine forty five an hour go? <laughs> right. Turn into seven bucks real quick. Yeah, Jerry. Who do you think this is? It says. One unnamed AFC AFC East head coach yeah. doesn't think Cam Newton will be the starter for the Patriots. Well, I think logically it would be Brian Flores because he came from New England, knows how Belichick oh. acts and, and what he wants and what he's expecting. And so my guess would be it's him. But who? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. that that when I When I read the headline, my first thought was Brian Flores. Just because of where he came from. Yeah. Now, that Good does, call by you. And it also could be, too. Jared Stidham's been in the system a little bit. Cam Newton has not. And this is going to be a very odd summer. You're only going to have limited preseason games now, as right. we know. To me, it could also be, during a conversation, he might have said, you know, week one, Cam's not going to be ready to go in that system. So maybe by week three, he takes over. And all of a sudden, that turns into, I don't think he's going to be the starting quarterback right. when the season opens. That doesn't mean he doesn't think Cam Newton's not a better quarterback or the best possible quarterback. It just might mean that he won't be ready week one. Yeah, this doesn't seem like something Adam Gase would say. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think there's I don't think there's any chance that Adam Gase said this. I really don't. I, I again to me, I think it's Brian Flores, but I, I'm just taking taking a flyer there. I mean, there's only there are only three choices. Yeah, let me Google Brian Brian Flores, see who he's coaching for. The Dolphins. Dolphins. Good call, Jerry. That is in the AFC East. Sean McDermott, the Bills, right? Yeah, if I had a guess right there, if you said 
I think it's Brian Flores. Al, who does he coach for? I would have said Bills. Really? Yeah. On the spot real quick. Yeah. Just a reminder, everybody, we'll be doing 5 to 10 tomorrow. <laughs> five hours tomorrow. Listen. Make sure you get your calls in. Not everyone can do sports talk. You have to have knowledge of all sports, not just your favorite sport or your favorite team. you got to know things like Brian Flores is the head coach of the Dolphins. I will embarrass myself with my musical knowledge. I will right. embarrass himself with his sports knowledge. On the fan, Sports, sports Radio talk. 66 and 1019. Jerry, I have a joke I'd like to set up. Oh, I'd like Jesus. to do it. This okay. is like um, – like a, this would be like a like a Jay Leno type joke. All right, back when Jay Leno had a show, or I do the setup of the news story, then I hit you with the the joke. Rick Pitino, hmm, have you seen this, Jerry? Uh, says Rick Pitino urges the NCAA to push back basketball season amid coronavirus. Wants to start in January or whenever strip clubs reopen. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an idiot. <laughs> That's a good one, right? That is a good one. I know where you were going with that because I'm like, all right, this is all true so far. Yeah. <laughs> and then you hit the strip clubs in. <laughs> if Jay Leno was still doing shows, I would have writ- written that and fired it off to him and said, Jay, you could use this tonight. <laughs> That's actually very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, do like psh- that. Yeah, why don't you send that one in? To, to, does Conan O'Brien still do shows? He does still do shows on uh, TBS. should send that in to him, see if they yeah. use it. Send all it to right. all of them. Cole, you got Colbert, you Colbert. got Conan O'Brien, mm-hmm. you got Kimmel, and I'm missing one big guy. Kimmel's taking off for the summer. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, you're missing. And Fallon, right. Oh, so if I go. could get it on Fallon, he's the big one. You, he's the you big dog. sent that in. Yeah. That would have been pretty good. I liked it. That was funny. Mm. Yeah, I, by the way, I saw what he said. Start yeah. games in January, play just conference games. I actually yes. like it. Give, give it a chance to get the vaccine out, and then you can play an uninterrupted season. Totally with him. I actually think that's not a bad idea. You're with Rick Pitino. I, I think it's a good idea. The only thing I would say is if you're going to play the season, I would, you know, because you would start the first, uh, probably the second week of November. Right around November 7th, 8th is usually when the college basketball season begins, I believe. Maybe 9th, 10th, something like that. I would say, if you're still planning on doing that, you got to do it without fans until the turn of the calendar. When you get to January, especially if you have the if you have the vaccine, I think things change. But I, I don't think it's a bad thought from Patino, and I don't think it... You know, I think it hurts from the standpoint of there's no buildup towards the conference season and the conference games. Because even, even when you have conference games early, you don't get a, a bunch of them. You might not get a handful of them, but you get a lot of non-conference games to get ready for the stretch run in January and February and then into March. So it would be a difficult way to start and have a season. But if you want to make sure you can play a season uninterrupted, I don't think it's a bad idea. Do you think the internet right now is flooded with fake COVID-19 cures? Yes. I think there's a whole bunch of fake cures, vaccines, yeah. tests, anything COVID-19 related. I think the, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of hokey stuff out there and a lot of things you got to be careful about buying. I do. Like That's people are possible. right now ordering fake pills thinking they're getting a vaccine yeah. that they haven't seen well, on the news. Sadly, yes, I think probably fake vitamins too, where companies might be saying, you know, this could help in uh, keeping you safe from, you know, COVID nineteen because yeah. a study that showed one out of nine thousand people showed positive effects. I do think that that's out there, absolutely. But this, right. this happens with everything, so yeah. you shouldn't be surprised. I feel bad for people that fall for it. Anything medically, when you search for anything medically, forget it. Yeah, you're right. That's why they say you can't uh, diagnose or cure yourself online. Right. 536 on the fan. Still a lot more to do, including Boomer and Geo at 6. Don't go away. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. All right, 20 in front of 6, the warm-up show with Billy Joel, Al and Jerry. I like what you're doing here. I heard it was Queen before, and now you got Billy Joel now. Yeah. Well, not bad. All right. This is River of Dreams. I should have previewed this and forwarded through this part. Well, that's okay. In the middle of the... uh, it actually sounds like a part from uh, East Ventura. Yeah. It's a very similar music, the, the second uh, the second movie, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, this song was fine. This is what he went out on, Jerry. Well, we went out on it. It's 2020. He's doing 50 shows a year at the Garden. He hung it up after this, Jerry. He's not hung up anything. <laughs> and I got to tell you, too, seeing him a few months ago, I told you this when we went. He, I expected a less than 
perfect shot. I, I did not expect much just because I had heard if you saw him back in the 90s or the 80s, it's not the same show. I thought he was outstanding, and I thought his energy was terrific. He played a million songs. I was very impressed. I think it was, I think we saw him in February, I think, and I thought it was outstanding. Oh, yeah. Right, because you, you you didn't think he was the same as in the past, right? Yeah, it wasn't the best. It, it felt like he was uh, going through the motions. Right, well, exactly, and that's what I had heard from a couple of people. And the show we went to, there was no going through the motions. I thought yeah. he was terrific. So maybe he was having a bad day when you went. You never hey, know. Hey, good for you. <laughs> That's right. That off. Hey, good for you. Right. Uh, Jerry, good news for 4th of July weekend. You know what? I would like some good news because okay. I'm tired well, of all the is, negativity. I'm going to say this is great news. Okay. Uh, you can now, New Jersey has approved betting on the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. This is great news? Tremendous news, Jerry. Uh, DraftKings has Joey Chestnut as the favorite. To win his fifth straight hot dog eating contest at 1,250 to 1 odds. Which means you have to bet. I, I googled this. You have to bet $1,250 to win $100. That doesn't sound like great odds for a betting man. No, I would say not. He holds the record, Jerry, with how many hot dogs do you think? In 2018, he broke the record for most hot dogs. 71. 74. Okay. It's disgusting. Think about that. Where does <laughs> it go? Well, oh, God. into his bowels. That is just disgusting. It winds through his intestines. How do you think, they, do you think they did the test to see if that was safe? Hot dog. <laughs> I don't know that they did testing for that. You have to, don't you? I think these people just started eating enormous amounts of one particular food. But and... no one's eating 71 hot dogs. Yeah. No one. And they swallow them whole, don't they? Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, I have all the foods too. Hot dogs are full of nitrates and chicken lips and lizard hips. Chicken and lips? Alligator eyes. It's a, like, <laughs> I've never a little heard bit anybody of anybody say chicken lips before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, chicken did. lips. There's <laughs> a children's song about it. Chicken I, lips and lizard hips and alligator eyes. Yeah. What song is that? Uh, I think it's called Chicken Lips and Lizard Hips. <laughs> <laughs> children's. <laughs> So stupid. It's just a children's song, Jerry, that uh, kids love. I, I would think in this, such a litigious society that we yes. live in now that they've got to test it. They had to have. You're not just going to throw eight people out there <laughs> and say, eat as many hot dogs as you can. You might be up in the 50s and 60s. You'll be okay. We're pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. But you break that 80 hot dog barrier, you might have some problems. Oh, my God. Just disgusting. They just must... You know, like sometimes when you eat things and you and just your body odor becomes what you ate. These people must just smell like hot dogs for <laughs> it's gross days on end. Because I wonder, like, how do they practice for that? Although you don't really smell like salmon. Mm, I hope not. You don't. I drove in them with you enough. Chicken. Trust me. Chicken if you smelled salmon. like salmon, I would have kicked your ass out of the car so fast and ended that. No but chance. I, I'm not. I didn't have 74 pieces of salmon before I got in the car with you. True, but it is part of your. Chicken and salmon is your two go-to meals, are they yeah. not? Yeah, I gotta right, tell well, you, when, when I've been shopping for dog food, there's actually canned dog food called chicken and salmon. Yeah, like it's the combination flavor. Cat food Probably too. For cats too. Yes. So think of all the chicken and salmon we're going through in life. Not only for humans, we make chicken and salmon for dogs. I hope they're getting a lesser quality chicken and salmon. Than well, no, we now are. we're printing it off our computer. Printers. Oh, we just print it out. <laughs> I gotta get a printer over here. Start you printing do. out dog food, steaks. Speaking of food, I saw you put the note about Paige Spiranak and the baby yeah. food. Oh, I yeah. told you, man, I don't know. If we're going on a diet, I think we should all eat that. Paige Spiranak, the sexy golfer, Jerry, I think she's 27 years old now. She has a podcast that somebody over at the New York Post reads or listens to constantly. Cause she has a podcast, too? Oh, yeah. And this whoever's Good over there at the New York Post, they're constantly doing articles about her podcast. So someone is locked in on it. And then I'm locked in on these um articles about it she revealed that until she was around 18 years old she ate baby food because her mother didn't want her eating food with carbs in it so on oh, the golf course on the golf course she would bring jars of baby sausages wow <laughs> baby so i don't it's, it's funny all the years with my two boys i don't remember ever seeing baby sausages in a jar i mean i've seen some interesting flavors but i never saw that well, it's not baby-flavored sauce. <laughs> well, what is it? It's 
What? There's sausages. I know. For babies to eat. You know, I know what it is. Oh, I have kids. I, you, I went I, through this. I'm I well aware you... what they are. I never saw the flavor sausage for babies. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? What did you think I meant? You said ba- I thought you were talking about like we're making sausages that taste like babies. That no. would be so strange. Maybe no, for dogs. I'm talking about if you go and I know you're just getting into the whole being a responsible adult <laughs> part of your life at 50 yeah. yes. because you actually have to go to either PetSmart or a pet store and you yeah. or when you're at the supermarket go to the pet aisle and, and yeah, get some shop food. for something other than yourself. Yeah. Um, going through years of buying baby food, there are. Tons of different flavors. I've right. never saw. <laughs> I never saw sausage for babies. It seems like an odd choice. Like, like what's next? Uh, salmon for babies? <laughs> babies love cheesesteaks, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia's own. <laughs> I don't think here's here's what I'm getting from the on the article. It's not mushed up baby food sausage flavor. They make sausages, mini sausages. What? Ba- in- they don't have teeth. <laughs> what baby is eating sausages? <laughs> what are we, are we talking about? Are they going to gum the sausages? I don't know. But she was saying she would eat little baby sausages that are made for babies in a jar. So she would be taking out these tiny baby sausages and eating them. <laughs> On the golf course. Sounds ridiculous. (laughs) I don't doubt it, but that's a flavor I've never seen. (laughs) I mean, God almighty. Now I'm saying baby sausages, baby sausages. Baby sausage food. There's no way. Right. There's apple-flavored baby food, sausage. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. I'm the next. I cannot wait now to go to the supermarket. I'm going down. Gerber makes baby sausages. <laughs> wow. i to Google this now. I've what did you never type in? Baby sausage? Before. Yeah. All right, hold on. I put baby food sausage. <laughs> and it comes right up. Wow. Right, hold on. Ba- oh, I only put baby sausage. I need to put baby food sausage. Yes. $1.75. Oh, wow. They're called Gerber chicken snacks. Here's another one Gerber makes called Little Sticks. <laughs> I got to tell you, baby food is, for the most part, delicious because yeah. I've had enough of it. That doesn't interest me. Little little sticks of sausage? <laughs> it does Gerber, tur- Gerber turkey sticks? <laughs> sausage turds. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? It's easy to buy, easy to collect, and it shouldn't have to go to restaurants. Think right. about how much money she saved all those years. Right, and, it, and it's convenient. You just put a jar of baby food into your pocket i wonder how long i could go on a baby food diet <laughs> just eating little sticks of reverse <laughs> <laughs> turkey sticks mark right now has got to be thinking these two morons are doing five hours tomorrow <laughs> i might get you know it's tough to eat during the show when you're on the air and that sort of thing what about no it's not for you because you eat constantly <laughs> i eat the entire show i don't know what i'm gonna do tomorrow uh, it has been and again i i've seen it in studio when i've gone in and yeah. i've seen you with the bar here or making your oatmeal in a cup there oh, it's Fine, crazy i'm not in there for four hours no. or even in the office from but i'm not eating to this is a new thing i've developed working from home you eat constantly there are times where they're calling on you to talk. No, no, I. <laughs> yes, yes, and you're choking it down because it's, I, right. you got to get the headsets on. I mean, right, it's I have like to put every down hour. My, yeah, I'm in the course of a show. I have three cups of coffee. I have uh, uh, what do you call those cookies? Those uh, Stelladoros. Stelladoros. I have two Stelladoras. I have a apple. I have grapes. I have you a have banana a bar. I have a. A fiber one bar that you load half a jar of peanut butter. No, on. no, I don't do that here. For oh, home. you don't do that at home? No, no. Okay. And I have a big thing of Cheerios. Yes, which looks funny because you bring the bowl <laughs> up to your chin. God forbid you actually spill something. <laughs> I don't want to dribble my almond milk out of my mouth on camera. <laughs> Dribbling milk down your chin on yeah, camera. It's That'll disgusting. be great. All right, one final break for you, then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Al, I'm not joking. CBS just ran a piece. 
Yes. That says man hit in the face by 92 wet sponges to break the record. That's a record. <laughs> what record? Like, it's not. Why is that a big deal? Right. Why is that a record? <laughs> Who cares? And how, re- <laughs> how did he decide to do that record? I have no idea. You think people just go to Guinness? Yes. And they look for something cool and say, I can break this and I can get in? I do. I do think people thumb through the Guinness Book of World Records. Back when it used to be a book, I always got it from the bookmobile at school. The bookmobile. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. I would always get the Guinness Book of World Records. And I used to love, my favorite was like the tallest man and the shortest man. Sure, of they course. Would, they would pose for a photo. Yes. It was always hilarious. Really I want to read you something real quick. All right. Our friend Lindsay Wilbur on Twitter <laughs> sent this to me. Yes. Now, are you familiar with Calvin and Hobbes? I'm aware of it. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> so they tweeted this out. She wrote, here's your kindred spirit to me. Ha, ha, ha. And this is what they wrote. Eventually, we're each going to die. Our species will go extinct. The sun will explode. And the universe will collapse. Existence is not only temporary, it's pointless. We're all doomed. And worse, nothing matters. Have a great day. This is Calvin and Hobbes? Yes. I prefer a much simpler Calvin and Hobbes. Like when the, I don't know if the boy is Calvin or Hobbes, whichever one he is. There's like. You know, if you have like a, a a Ford truck, there's somebody will put on the back Calvin or Hobbes urinating near oh, the is that Chevy what they logo. Are? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a hilarious those. Calvin and Hobbes uh, auto decals. Yes, I've seen those. I didn't. Or know there'd that's be like it was. a Calvin and Hobbes wearing a, a Giants shirt urinating near the yeah, Dallas I, Cowboys star. I've seen them there. I've even seen T-shirts. Oh, yes, T-shirts. I'm sure they're not, you know, official Calvin and Hobbes T-shirts. I'm sure they're bootlegged. Probably. And Beavis and Butthead are coming back, Jerry. I saw that. Comedy Central. I'll be in for that. I figured you would be. I, I never watched it. it. I never watched it. Oh. It was highbrow entertainment. <laughs> All I remember was <laughs> two guys sitting there going, uh, 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 I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so you would be in. So you watch The Simpsons right into Beavis and Butthead. Well, I'm not. I've never been a Simpsons fan. Oh, well, then I guess you don't have to watch that then, do you? Beavis and Butthead, though, I will be locked in for that. I've seen now, is, movies. Is that something that you be, you have drinks with? With like, Beavis and Butthead? Like, you up for Beavis and Butthead? Like, you know, let's get some food out, some drinks. No, I don't treat it like a sporting. Sunday. Sporting. Sporting.